Welcome to the Mark Stary Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Stary, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Stary, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two that you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Starry Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Mark Twain. The fear of death follows from the fear of life. A man who lives fully is prepared to die at any time. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 84. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you this week from my new home in St. Paul, Minnesota. Moving in the rain really sucked, but very happy to finally be here. Chris Cornell, gone at 52. What a waste. One of my favorite singers and a lovely person. This news came as a complete shock. This quote by Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath, I think, sums up most folks' feelings about the loss of the iconic Soundgarden vocalist this week. My condolences to his fans, bandmates, friends, and family. Treasure those photos and videos, folks, who attended Northern Invasion. A trivia question about episodes 82, 83, and 84 will be posted on my Facebook page on Tuesday, May 30th, 2017. Answer correctly to be entered into a drawing to win a signed guitar that guest this week, Tim Mahoney, plays live on the podcast. Tim also donated three signed CDs, including the very rare Cities 97 sampler that contains his popular track, Talk to Me. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Left early for the show due to a huge storm rolling into the Twin Cities. Got my last piece of equipment loaded in just as the torrential downpour hit. Good thing about it is that the folks kind of had to stick around and listen to me jam, opposed to driving around in that nasty stuff. Thursday, Brian Johnson and I jammed out at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota. It had been days and days since I'd last seen the sun, and by the time I'd gotten home from the show, I was second-guessing every decision I'd ever made in my entire life. The sun suddenly popped out, and I was fine. Friday, Brian K. Johnson and myself rocked out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota. My little family and I closed on our new house in St. Paul that morning, and I spent the entire day moving. I left directly from moving to the show, only to figure out while I was setting up that I'd forgotten my guitar. Huge thanks to Michael McCoy for calling his son Ryan, who happens to be a fellow pro wrestling mark like myself, to bring his acoustic electric nylon string guitar. 
I jammed on that till my dear friend and previous podcast guest, Nick Asuncion, saved the day by bringing me my Takamini G-Series. Fun night and huge thanks to all those who helped out. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself jammed at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota. Good to see Andrew and Jen, Jeff and Erica, and big thanks to Scowl for a box of pro wrestling action figures. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, May 24th, 2017. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m. Thursday, May 25th, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at YZ Bar and Grill, a.k.a. the Muni in YZ Minnesota from 8 to 11 p.m. Friday, May 26th, I'll be playing a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Sunday, May 27th, I'm playing a private show for Mike McDonough, y'all. Can't wait. Sunday, May 28th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rambling on down to Balsam Lake, Wisconsin to rock out at one of our favorite bars, the DN Campground, from 5 to 8 p.m. Guest this week is part three of three with popular Minnesota singer-songwriter Tim Mahoney. Here, Tim performed two Prince songs live and also stick around for the debut of Tim's new single, Disappear. Enjoy the conversation. Mr. Tim Mahoney, welcome back to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast, Part Three. A little change of plan here. Tim went out to the car and got his got a guitar. Asked everybody here if he could play a song. So we're sitting here at the Urban Bean in Uptown here, and Tim's gonna rock out a song for us. He's doing a little I, tuning right now. I'm tuning because it's because uh, of my charity work. I always carry about two or three guitars in my car, like cheaper ones to give away, and this is one of them. But it's out of tune, so. Hey, when I saw the State Fair last year, was that little guitar you kept carrying around the whole time? Wasn't it some little guitar you were carrying around? Probably. Um, At the State Fair? You were with uh, that dude near filming you or something? Yes, for a podcast. I think it was a little Martin or something. I don't remember. I think you smashed it, too. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funny part about it. So, actually, I'll ask you a couple questions while you're getting ready. Where are you from, dude? Well, I, I was born in uh, Shakopee, Minnesota, but grew went to high school in Minnetonka. I started on drums. I played drums for about eight years. Really? And then I went to kind of piano and guitar and singing. And your mom plays too, doesn't she? She does, yeah, for a living. For like, you know, 35 years, piano by... family, grandpa, uncle, <clears throat> brother, um, but my mom and I are the only ones for living. Who, so when you do play a full band nowadays, who is the Tim Mahoney band lineup? Who's in it now? And, and who would you say would be the quintessential, like, when you look back at the Tim Mahoney career, what would be the classic Tim Mahoney band lineup? Huh. There's been a lot of them. We always just say we're going to do a Tim Mahoney band reunion, and we'll like to have to rent out a hall. Right now it's Mike Hitton on drums, Chad Whitaker on bass, uh, Max Krauth on guitar, and Pete Sands on keys. But we do different carnations too where we might break it down into just a three piece. 
Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I'd probably see, you know, I do still do a lot of solo, especially the private stuff, the corporate stuff. It's magic. This is getting really close. <laughs> so, um, this is just the final episode, um, man. Just screw around. What do you want to do? Well, it is Prince Day, so, and I say that because now I, <laughs> the governor proclaimed that, right? This did is, he really? Yeah, he did. Tim Mahoney rocking the Urban Bean here. Nice job, man. That's a Prince tune? Yes, that's off the Sign of the Times record. Yep. Yep. That's some uh, cool changes in there, chord changes. Yeah. It's also, I did a, a record called Songs You Wish We Wrote, which is in all the, ju the touch tune jukeboxes across the country. I remember when you put that one out. Um, yeah, so it's got some covers in there. Yep. Wow. Well, thanks, man, for playing that. That's awesome. No problem. That's great. Thank you. Where did you get, where's the classic white Tim Mahoney guitar you had for 10,000 years? 
Well, and technically I have three of them. They're not all the same, but they're different colors, and they're Benedict guitars, and they're made from a company called Benedict Private, and they're an acoustic and an electric, so they have two outputs on them. I remember that. Yep. And they're really made kind of durable for me to be really kind of roadworthy, yet have a really good acoustic direct sound. Okay. Yep. That's very awesome. Yeah, I remember those. You still have those around, huh? Oh, yeah. Yep. The white one is still the main guitar. <laughs> that thing's worn in. Like How many uh, years you had that thing? Wow. 90, um, let's see, 97? Yep. I do got a funny story. The first one was actually a maroon. Let's mic up a little bit. The first one was a maroon one, and it got stolen right away, right down Lindell here, where our offices used to be. Okay, no big deal. Someone stole my first Timbaland guitar, so we made the second one. Don't think about it. I swear to God, it's three weeks ago. This is not even a joke. A dude from Mexico sends me a message in Spanish that he has my Tim Mahoney guitar in Mexico. I thought he was joking, but then he sent me a video of him playing my Tim Mahoney guitar, my maroon one from 20 years ago. <laughs> and we're still, he's trying to be nice, trying to figure out a way to get it back to me, but it's hard. We have a language barrier. How'd he get it? I have no idea. I mean, I, and it's like not like a big city. It's some random city in Mexico. I, I don't even know. But yeah, it, it's, um, it's very funny. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not, I didn't even get mad at him. It's like, how do you, I mean, I, I let it go. I'm like, what am I going to say? And I'm yeah. like, well, you know, I said I'd pay for it. I'd pay for shipping or whatever and everything, but we'll see. We're still working on it, but it's, I didn't believe him at first until he sends me a video. I'm like, he's sitting there going, but ding dong ding. I'm like, but it's my, just Tim Mahoney. <laughs> I'm like, it's just funny. Oh, yeah. dude. That's hilarious, man. Yeah. Um, a couple other questions here. I remember hanging talking to you back in the day. We did some local artist bowling thing. Some lanes for friendship. That something with like Joe that. Mauer. No, no, I can't think what one it was. And you showed me on your phone the first proofs of your Rolling Stone uh, Rolling Stone oh, yeah, appearance right. yep. from 2007 40th anniversary. Yeah. Can you tell the listeners about that whole experience? We're finding that just super fascinating. Not a lot of folks I know had a full page shot in Rolling Stone. Yeah, it was a contest with uh, then Ray-Ban, MySpace, and Rolling Stone that you just don't think about. I don't know. Um, you put a song in, theme song. Yeah. And essentially that's what did it. I mean... It was a long thing of a contest and was picked. Didn't really know what I won, to be honest with you. I mean, I knew it was something. And it started with we went to Vegas and played like a little showcase. Was it by a pool or something you told yep. me once? Showcase, and it was like a photo shoot. Um, and again, not knowing. I mean, it was cool. And, you know, and I really didn't know, I thought a little clip in Rolling Stone, you're supposed to get a MySpace feature. And it's funny because I, yeah, I mean, I really thought, I mean, because come on, it's Rolling Stone. I thought maybe three inches by three inches, I mean, that's money, right? Yeah. Well, like I said, I was up north with a girlfriend at the time, and I remember getting the proof and of the size. I mean, I, I remember I teared up. I just could not believe that one... I mean, I have no idea. One whole page is a picture. I mean, this is a $300,000 ad, essentially. Now, and it was also in to make it bigger, the 40th anniversary issue. 
However, <laughs> I mean, I thought, oh my God, now I'm just gonna be the biggest famous thing ever. Well, it just wasn't the case. And the reason why I think, because it looked a lot like the other Never Hide, that's Ray-Ban's slogan. It looked like their ads. And it, and it definitely did stuff for me, but not huge. I would say it's been a bigger post PR tool. Because when people see it, they literally be like, they're like, you said, they're like, no way. I mean, like you said, how many people, any, I mean, a full page. I mean, it's, I have it hanging on my wall, a frame version that Rolling Stone gave me a big one. And sometimes they literally just think it's like a joke. You got it like Valley Fair or something. Because it does. It's just like, what? I even look back, like that actually happened. Um, and, you know, 10 million people or whatever seeing it. But um, again, how much did it do for me? Definitely not what I thought it would, but, you know, maybe just like the Boston thing, these are all these things where they just add up to, you know, when you're putting your list together of accomplishments or stuff like that, that's one that's pretty cool. That's spectacular. I have a, a I think I have two copies of okay. that, of you in that issue. Well, I yeah, because Rolling me Stone sent like, me, oh my God. We did a show and Rolling Stone sent me like five cases, so we just gave them to everybody, you know? So as people will see on the photo we just took for the SoundCloud, are you wearing Ray-Bans now? Um, <laughs> no. Um, actually, the, the ones I wore in the photo shoot are in the, it's in the frame picture. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's cool, man. Um, another one of your, because you have this, just this long career of just all these, these neat, unique things that most musicians would give their right arm for, and you kind of have just tons of them, like interviewing here for you for three episodes, like, what do you even ask, because you've done so much different stuff, but I remember one time, I was playing a show at Plums in St. Paul, and you stopped by, because you were opening for Matt Nathanson, I believe, next door. Yeah. So come on, get And you were telling me some of the behind-the-scenes stuff when you were on The Voice. Yeah. So do you mind sharing some of your voice stories? Oh, sure. Um, what can I say? Um, it's a long process. Um, it's casting. So I always remember that, you know, they're casting people, you know, like in a movie. So they, you know, Mark Burnett, who produces it, you know, they want viewers. Um... I had almost been on a TV show called In Excess Rockstar. I was gonna, I remember that too. Yeah, yes. CBS show. Um, matter of fact, one of the, so I was almost on that show. I missed it by two people. And I went to LA and stuff. But I got a, I remember one of my things in my scrapbooks. I have a, 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 a In Excess letterhead signed by the whole band, which is cool, like a letter to me, which is pretty cool. But that seems very you, the In Excess thing. Well, it, it was. And, the truth is, JD, who won it, was a is, was a great choice. But you know, I did it mainly because I was a fan of In Excess and. Oh, Michael Hutchins was awesome. Yeah. And so the casting director just remembered me and they called me and said, we have a new show, it's untitled. We'd like you to audition for. Um, 
and that's how it happened. Um, long process. I was there for about three months, and I would say the funnest part was watching yourself come in when you come back on Ed TV. Didn't yeah. you watch Man yep. O'Garris? You'd have people yep. come out. Which is, yeah, it's just trippy. But, uh, yeah, again, you know, who knew the voice? You know, now it's in like 12 seasons. Um, but it's something, you know, I, you know, people still put that label on you, which I don't, I used to kind of, I don't know if I carry it away. I mean, it's like if someone wants to use it, they think it's going to help something. Sure, because they might say, Tim, are from the voice? I don't know if I think of myself that, but mm -hmm. uh, sure, I was on it. I was a part of it. I was part of the first season, which I think makes a little bigger difference just because everything was new. Um, even talking to Adam Levine, you know, he was, they were all green and new on the whole thing and didn't know how to do stuff and was like, I have no idea, you know, what do I say? Did you get to party with Christina Aguilera? I did not. Um, I didn't get to. <laughs> Most every time I talked to those people, Blake or CeeLo, it was always on camera because they wanted to have as much information to edit from, you know. How much time did Adam spend coaching you? You know, not probably not that much. I mean, hours. I mean, maybe like a total of four or six hours. I mean, the whole time. I mean, but what they ended up using on TV, you know, was just, you know, it's just minutes, right? Because it... Yeah. Um, and that's where editing comes into play. Like one part, you know, we were um, we were debating on uh, the second song I did um, was uh, Leather and Lace. You in the moonlight With your sleepy eyes Could you ever love a man like me? And there's a part that goes, you in the moonlight, and with your sleepy eyes, could you ever love a man like me? Um, and then the second line is, you were right, when I looked into your eyes. And, and I wanted to make it falsetto, he said head voice, and, but they edited it like we were arguing. And everybody's like, man, Mahoney's arguing with them. And I'm like, no, we weren't arguing. I'll be honest with you, I was sticking up for the way I thought it sh I should sing it, but it just wasn't. I thought way. I'd listen to that tape. Isn't one part you just sing it, and then one part you do do falsetto? Is that what happens in the song? Well, um, I ended up doing it kind of falsetto for both of them, the recording and the live. So Yeah. Um, I remember asking you about that, and you said you, you weren't the happiest with the key they chose. Is that true? No, no, because I, I had control over that. Okay. Because no. didn't you do it as a duet? Yeah. And that was the first year, so, you know, that was in, like, a battle round. Like, that wasn't even a battle. We just really did a duet. And the duet sounds great. Oh, you yeah. Know? And that's why it sold, like, 50000 or something, because we weren't really battling. We just sang a duet together. And, they, and you can see through the years, they've really changed that to make it more of a battle. You know, not have them you know, just sing a duet. Like, there was nothing battling about it. We just sang it together, you know? Very cool. Yep. Um, as we wind this down, a couple, just a couple more questions here. So let's say I'm telling a person or, or let's say the guy from Mexico that has your Tim Mahoney guitar. Mm -hmm. And you've had a 
I was looking at your stuff on iTunes. You have a ton of albums, a ton of songs out, and you're still so prolific, still working so hard at it. If you were to tell a person, here's what I do, what do, would you say is the quintessential Tim Mahoney album <laughs> and Tim Mahoney song, in your opinion? Wow. Well, I did do a record called Live from the Sky, which is a double, and it's a live part live and a part kind of best of. So I always say that's a good one to check out. Mm. The quintessential Tim Mahoney song. Wow. Huh. I'm going to bring this even closer. <laughs> when I heard your new, uh, your 2016 record, the song Brooklyn, I thought when I first heard that, that sounded like just quintessential Tim Mahoney. I think that's one of your best songs. Brooklyn. Well, I love I, that song. Yeah, it's 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 a kind of a love story, and uh, you know, those are the kind of songs. That record, you know, it's more strings and piano. Uh, another song that I'm going to send you here to play called "Disappear," um, but you know, they always say the newest is your favorite, so that's tough, right? Yeah. But um, you know, looking back, there are songs that you know still hit me that I think are, are pretty powerful. One is off the Stay Leave record, which is a song ironically called Leave. Um, that's one of my favorite songs where I think emotionally I feel something when I, just when I hear it. Um, you know, something I'm also probably proud of is, um, I'm trying to think of songs that I really, uh, I'm thinking of like my record, <laughs> what records are there? I'm actually looking at iTunes at my own records. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, what is Tim While you're looking about? that up, I've, one thing that we got to get to, you've had such a crazy career. Tell us about the Blue Meanies real quick. So that was my first band with Mike Holt. Um, and the Blue Meanies, of course, as a, as a reference. Well, first off, Blue Meanie was a 60s drug, a speed drug, but it's from the Yellow Submarine movie. And um, we started that band, and I kind of left because I found a manager and it was a little bit of a bad breakup and but we that's where some songs came alive like storm outside and um here's a you know there's a song called late breaking sky off a record i did a live record called full circle live it was, it was actually and that's live a cool, that's one of my favorite album covers that's years. actually an oil painting a friend of mine did a big one i always thought that was pretty cool um but this record has a version of a uh, song called Late Breaking Sky, piano and vocal, I'm really proud of. She drives under a late breaking sky For the very first night of the rest of her life She's alive, count the miles 
also has a version of a Journey song, Don't Stop Believing, which what? is just a really, like, almost kind of scrappy acoustic version, right? Yeah. Well, it ended up, like, on Spotify of, like, the top, I don't know, some 50 viral songs in the country. So it's got, wow, like, a million plays. Uh, C. Wow, so you're going yeah. all out. But... Uh, just interesting. I don't know how someone got a hold of it and it was on there. Again, the industry today, it sure has a million plays, but what does that really mean? I think I'll make probably a dollar from it, <laughs> which is okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Tim Mahoney, thanks for being on the Mark Stair Music Podcast. What a great time catching up with you, man. Thank you, man. I've I had appreciate total, it. Uh, this has been a ton of fun. It's something I've been looking forward to for a long time. So story behind the song segment. Tell us about this new song. The song is called Disappear, and it's actually a cover. It's a cover of a song a guy, Gabe Dixon, did. And Gabe Dixon is a really talented guy. He actually was a piano player for McCartney and did his own records. And I just got connected to it with the fiancé. We just really liked it. And, you know, I don't normally cover songs like that. And I just, you know what, I'm going to do my own version. And we just did it piano. Um, Tommy Barbarella, from, you know, from Prince, New Power Generation, played piano and did a string arrangement of fake strings. Then we set it to bring in people from the orchestra and do them. And uh, it's definitely, yeah, right now I'm going to say it's one of my best performances, I think. And uh, I'm going to give it to you to, to play on this. Oh, I can't wait to hear um, it. But it's, it's, it's an emotional song. It's going to seem sad at first, but it's actually a real positive song. Um, it's about two people uh, disappearing together, you know, in a good way. Since you got a guitar, do you want to do one more song for us? Um, we can do something I think they'll quiet. care. I see if I can do a clip of this. I wanted to do another Prince thing. Oh, go ahead. Let me see if I can get the nice, lyrics. dude. Yeah. All right. It's your time. Time for you to go to the wire. You will hit. It's cause you got the burning desire. Oh, yeah. It's your time, time. You got the horn, so why don't you blow it? Oh, yeah. You are fine, fine. Feel the kitten, baby, you know it. Oh, you know, say, say, say it, cream. Get on top, cream. And you will cop cream Don't you stop, yeah Chef Boogie Bob, yeah You're so good Baby, there ain't nobody better Ain't nobody better, yeah So you should Never, ever go by the letter Never, ever, yeah you're so cool, cool. Everything you do is success. Mm -hmm. Make the rules, rules. Then break them all, cause you are the best. Yes, you are, said cream. And get on top, cream. And you will stop, cream. Don't you stop Let a boogie bobby cream 
<laughs> great job. Some classic Prince, Mr. Before, Tim Mahoney. That's a great song, man. You got to get that in the set, dude. <laughs> I just never played that. That was fun. All right, man. Mr. Tim Mahoney, thanks for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. What's your website? Now it's called TimMahoneySinger.com. And, of course, if I'm on Facebook, Twitter, everywhere in the world, everywhere awesome. in the web. Excellent. Go check out Tim Mahoney. Thanks again, Tim. I sure appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. There's no time for warning. We've got to make our move. Can't wait until morning We'll use the light of the moon We've got love on our side We're one step ahead There's no time for lies There's no time for regret We got